Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here's your story. Let's begin. The world is fine. Come on, dive in. The future's here. It's right before your eyes. Step by step, you're on your way. Welcome to a brighter day. Don't you know it feels good to be alive? All right. Welcome to Live Life Driven. Thanks for tuning in. I am sitting here with... Justin Farrington, once again, he's still here in town. I didn't mention it before, but he likes the nickname Froggy. One day we'll get him to confess to why we call him Froggy. So, anyways, we've got a few good topics to talk about today on Live Life Driven. Froggy, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in Kalispell, Montana. Yep. Sun's out, minimal wind. Well, I got a weather alert, though, that the wind's supposed to pick up again. This is like the wind sock. Yeah, it kind of is. Pollen alert. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, blue skies, blue skies. Beautiful. Look at those mountains. It's terrible here. Hey, by the way, uh, value for my listeners in Montana, you're doing some work over at uh, Patriot Truck Works. That's right. Yeah, you were there today. So what do you guys do over there? Uh, Patriot Truck Works is, is doing business, you know, as uh, doing business as Patriot Truck Works, I guess, through the company Response Equipment Specialists. Uh, both companies are owned by Kyle Nace. Uh-huh. Um, he's got a shop there, very huge, large shop, actually connected to um, Napa Auto. Napa Auto Parts, yeah. He's uh, he's connected with the, the four various Napa Auto Parts in uh, Kalispell here. Um, RES, they do a lot of, uh, you know, service and everything like that, especially with, with first response vehicles. Mm-hmm. He's got a fire truck in there. I was in there taking pictures the other day to do some social media posts and everything. Um, he's, I think he's got like five, uh, sheriff's department's vehicles that they're, they're, they're doing installs. They install the lights. They do everything like that. Patriot truck works is more the aftermarket line. Yeah. So we're dealing with, um, you know, all your UTVs, custom builds. Well, as you know, you're getting your 73 Ford done. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, everything and everything, man, we got, we got, uh, we're in, we're in, uh, cahoots with Camberg, rugged radios, Raceline wheels, um, what else? Method. BFGs. BFGs. We hot, both run BFGs. Those those are going like crazy. Hot right item now. up here in, in Montana. So uh, yeah, it's a uh, Patriot P A T R I O T underscore Truck T R U K W O R X Patriot Truck Works. I'll put it in the bio on this website. So if you're in Montana and you're looking to get some work done or aftermarket parts. Hey, the, even if you're not, you know, we drop ship too. Yeah, you do, huh? Yes, that's right. And, and the only reason why I asked you, hey, what are you doing over there? Because, um, you know, I made the introduction early on and you guys are building a business together out of this aftermarket parts stuff. So I guess I was really just looking for an update. So thank you for that. Which leads me into one of the topics I wanted to talk about today. As, uh, as we're in the middle of COVID, some states uh, coming out of it, as Montana is, and some states are full on lockdown for uh, everybody, what I understand in California. But I just, I can't emphasize enough that I think that we really need to be shopping small businesses and shopping local. 
because, you know, I'm in the bar and liquor alcohol business and uh, restaurants are suffering out there. Or they have suffered pretty hard. And, uh, you know, so I brought up Patriot because I'm thinking, okay, local owner, you guys are conducting business. We need to support all the local businesses we can, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, the big business, businesses and everything like that, Amazon, all that, they're, they're flourishing right now, you yeah. know, which is great. I mean, hey, Amazon's business too and Target and all the companies that you can order online and they'll bring it to your house. But, I mean, it's the, the small businesses. People have spent, you know, several years of their life creating these things. Sorry yeah. about that feedback. And uh, now all of a sudden they get deemed non-essential. And how do they pay the bills? Yeah, you know, it's well, crazy. and some of the companies that you even mentioned that you guys work with that Patriot, like Camberg, small business. Right. Fam- you know, two partners, family run and operated. Rugged radios, believe it or not, because they've got a a big online presence, family owned, right? So important to support those companies, especially during COVID, if you can. If you're looking for something, if you need something, please look around in your own towns and areas and try to support uh, the ones that are either suffering or or really could use your support. Not the big box stores that are going to make it no matter what. They're getting these huge bailouts, of course, probably again. I don't know for sure, but, uh, you know, I just know that there's a lot of small businesses suffering right now. Yeah, 100%. Do it before this thing, thing ends so that when it does end, you're ready to rip. Yeah, and, and speaking of, of COVID, uh, I got my stimulus check uh, for my business today. Oh, really? Well, it, technically, it wasn't today. It was last week. So I applied. They have a, a they offered the loan for ten grand for small businesses right. right in the beginning. I filled out the paperwork literally the first day I could turn it in. I did it the old-fashioned way. I filled it out, printed it, filled it out, put it in the mailbox. And uh, my accountant's like, hey, we got extra money in the account today. Do you know what this is for? I'm like, I have no idea. And he goes, did you apply for the stimulus? I said, yeah. I said, but I haven't gotten a single correspondence from them. So today I actually reached out to the bank and I said, look, I got this deposit. Can you confirm what that is? And she said, yeah, it's part of that loan. So if you have not applied for any stimulus, the PPP programs or the the $10,000 uh, stimulus program, I highly suggest you do it. They're looking at round three of financial support from the feds. Uh, I'm living proof that I've received some money. It's in my account, so I can attest that the system worked, even by snail mail. And uh, if you need some help on that, feel free to reach out to me, and I'd be happy to walk you through that. So you can catch me on my social media. It's at Jim Riley Racing, or, or just go on to my website, uh, Live Life Driven, and find my email address. So uh, the money's out there. Can I borrow some? <laughs> if you need it. <laughs> well, and the other thing I'll say, if you have not gotten your uh, your personal stimulus relief check, what I found out last week is if you had to pay taxes in 2018 and 2019, they don't have your direct deposit information because you paid them, right? So you need to go on to their website, the irs.gov website, go to the COVID uh, relief fund, and put in, you'll have to set up an account very simple, your date of birth, your social security number, and then um, you would have to put in what you paid in taxes, the last filing, your address that you were at the last filing, and then you'll put in your direct deposit information. Immediately, they'll tell you, you should receive your check within two to three weeks, and you'll get assigned a number where you can track it. I didn't know that. So if you have not done that, great piece of advice somebody gave me last week go in and give them your direct deposit information yeah right and they will give it direct deposit because they're not mailing that stuff they're not mailing it at this point so um anyways i'm so glad somebody told me to do that and i'm doing that and uh anyway so a little 
Like I said on the show, we're going to try to give you bits of advice or things we've heard throughout the week that might apply to you and help you out. So there you go. Uh, Help me out. I didn't know about it. Well, now you know. Write it down. (laughs) I am right now. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about today, and it really comes from your your story, Justin, and that's uh, reconnecting. Right. You know, we've been in lockdown for over 30 days now. And I realized that I probably could have did a better job of reconnecting to people that I haven't spoken to in a long time. And after hearing your story, and I want you to tell it briefly here in a second, after hearing your story, I made it a point yesterday morning after I get done with my workout is I'm going to try to reconnect with at least one or two people that I haven't reached out to. And I also had the notion that, you know, people might, might need a little reach out and a little um, encouragement. You don't know what they're going through. So um, anyways, why don't you tell us your story of reconnecting? It's, it's pretty interesting. I know it's a really long, detailed story, but maybe give us the couple-minute yeah, version. I'll give you the cliff note <laughs> version. Uh, yeah, so um, what was it? The day that I, I drove back uh, over home here to Montana, it was uh, Monday, and I actually stopped in at my sister's house, and that was the first time I ever met her. I'm 46. She's 34. Um, she's my half sister, my biological mom and my father split up. I didn't have a relationship with my biological mom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a couple of days prior to that Monday, uh, somebody hit me up on social media and she told me she was my cousin mm-hmm. and she said, Hey, you know, here's your sister. And I immediately reached out to her. We kind of talked a little bit. She had some photos of me when I was a little kid or whatever. I know my cousin did. Mm -hmm. And uh, I met her on Monday. And she's a nice young lady, 34 years old, two kids. And she lives in Idaho. And then she just spent the weekend, well, two days with us uh, over here in Montana. Brought the family, their dog and and, uh, husband. Yeah. And uh, it was great. It was weird. It was weird because, you know, I'm I'm 46 years old, never met her before. Yeah. I, I, I was told that I had a half-sister but never really looked into it, and I kicked myself in the butt. Now especially, I wish I had looked into it harder earlier, but it was cool. Yeah, and uh, thanks for introducing them to, to my family. It was neat to see it all unfold for you. And, you know, it's just interesting, the, the power and the strength of social media and your ability to reach out to people and connect like that. It's pr- pretty fascinating. Somebody hits you up like, Hey, I'm your cousin. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I, I actually got her phone number, my cousin's phone number, her name's Amy. My sister's name is Chelsea. I was on the phone talking with Amy when, uh, she gave me Chelsea's, uh, social media stuff. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to her on messenger mm-hmm. and I said, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details that, hey, this is Justin Farrington, I'm your brother. And she responded, and I called her, and we talked for like two hours or something like that. It was, it was cool. You know what's refreshing about that is when, when Facebook first started, you know, people were like, oh, what, what is this Facebook thing? And, and, you know, as you start to dig into it and you start making friends, and then it's like everybody from your high school all of a sudden was right. on there, you know, and you're reconnecting. Right. Um, to me, that was the, 
the sincere, I don't know, the specialness of Facebook early in the days, you know, like it was used for a neat purpose. And that was to connect with people that maybe you hadn't seen in a while right. or to communicate with people. I know my grandparents loved it because then they could see the pictures of our kids and stuff like that. And I just wish that maybe through some of this uh, turmoil we're going through that we can get back to some of the simpler and the more wholesome, wholesome things in life, like c- connecting with people and being positive and encouraging. It seems like Facebook's now a big commercial for, uh, I don't know, political bias or opinions on one thing or the other, and, it, and it, sometimes it gets pretty nasty. Yeah, people just drift away into the, to the, to the drain of social media a lot of the time, and next thing you know, it's four hours later, and they're sitting there scrolling, looking at people's stuff, you know. I get it if you got nothing to do, but now's the time to do everything. Yeah. Right? Because there's not much happening. Yeah. So just like we talked about before, you got to come out better after this than you than we, than we were going into it. And the, you know, the social media aspect of that, it's cool as heck, man. I I, I hope to have a relationship with uh, Chelsea and Amy, and I got some aunts and uncles that I didn't even know I had. I guess one of, one of my cousins is like a, a big time. Um, what do you call that? Don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Snow snowmobile guy. Oh, I mean, okay. on his Facebook or whatever, he's like jumping this big old cliff or whatever. But be nice to meet these people. You know, I don't know who the heck they are. Yeah. So I think you know, as it relates to living uh, a life of being driven, you know, being driven to connect with people in the right positive way. That's right. Um, connecting or reaching out. Maybe it might be uncomfortable, but the value of doing that. You know, I I heard a a neat presentation the other day about your thoughts, right? So if you have 10,000 thoughts a day, the power of positive thinking, right? So you wake up, you know, we talk about having more than enough as part of a process in the morning, being thankful for things first thing in the morning. Right. All of a sudden I've turned those 10,000 thoughts. I've started my day off with positive thoughts and I've given less room for negativity. And I think as we look at connecting with people and reconnecting and maybe even putting, um, turmoil aside are using this opportunity to reach out to people that maybe you had a disagreement or something um, negative in your relationship. Maybe this is a good time to to cure that because those negative thoughts and feelings you have towards people can also bring you down. So, um, you know, talk about reconnecting and, and, you know, get on the right page with people being, you know, having more of a positive attitude. I think it'll change us all. Yeah, that's a fact. You know, we we assume it's just like you said, 10,000 thoughts a day or something like that. How many of those are negative? You know, if we're self-aware enough to realize, man, we are full of negative stuff. Whether it be overly concerned about, you know, our daughters getting hurt or, you know, contracting this COVID thing or, you know, the dog running out in the middle of the street or not being able to make our monthly payments. Mm-hmm. You know, those are all things that you know, think about how, how many seconds a day that we lose thinking about that. Neg- stuff. Negative stuff. Yeah. I had a great run with your, uh, with your, uh, son the other day talking about, you know, positive thoughts and, and running and, and just kind of pushing out all the negative stuff and the, you know, challenges of, of, you know, pushing yourself and stuff like that, you know, and it was just, it was interesting to convey that to a young audience. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still, uh, trying to reconnect my, uh, hindquarters to my torso, <laughs> As I watched you guys take off ahead of me or whatever, <laughs> I'm walking like I'm 95 years old, but hey, I'm getting there. Well, I'm glad that you're out there working out. You know, I know when you come to California, and this is, I mean, when you leave California to come back to Montana, it almost feels like a vacation or having to get a lot of work done around the house, but you've made time to work out, and I think you've made that a priority since you're 75 hard. It's part of your life now, right? A hundred percent. I'm about to 
I talked with you about this the other day. There's uh, different phases after the, the, the preliminary 75 hard. I'm going to start phase one as soon as I get back. And that just lasts for 30 days. Yeah, well, it's good. Standard program. I will have to warn you now, and I'm going to hold myself accountable on the show. Uh, Spartan just released and re-announced the world championships, not only in Greece, Whoa. which I had my sights set on doing a trifecta championship in Greece. They are also doing the world championships in Dubai. Uh, they're confident enough that things are going to wash over and there's, there's going to be some ability to travel. They've changed the rules so that the qualification is a little bit easier, knowing that we're five months into the season. So that's exciting because it plays off of performance from last year. And I know both my wife and I uh, qualified for elite. So uh, anyways, I'm calling myself out right now that I've got some goals that I need to consider or some objectives out there down the road. And uh, that's big. That means I'm going to have to get my training up. You plan on doing both of those? Well, uh, I want to talk to my wife about it. I want to go to one or the other, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I want to go to one or the other. And the reason why I'm even bringing it up on the show is because I think when we throw things out there in the universe, it holds us accountable. And um, Oh, you should have never told me. <laughs> I'm writing this down right now. <laughs> well, you know, I want to encourage other people to pick lofty goals. You know, here we are. We've been locked down for 40 days, and I'm talking about racing in November and December or somewhere else in the world. You know, so not only am I putting out positive thoughts for the, uh, the state of the world at that time, but also positive energy to get my workout on. And um, I'd love to hear from anybody that's got a workout plan or has got some lofty goals, any Spartan racers that are listening to the show. Uh, what your thoughts are as far as the season and, and how you might uh, continue on the year once we get out of COVID. Um, kind of exciting, kind of exciting. It's a, like a restart, recharge. That's a big recharge right the, out the gate. That's, that's right. how I'm doing it. Well, well you were going to come back. What the the? I know a lot of the Spartan races have been canceled, but we were signed up. We were both signed up for the one in May here in uh, Big Four. That would have been this last weekend. Right. We would have still been sore from it today. Yes, <laughs> yes. And you weren't going to go in any easier. You had shoulder surgery in November, and you were starting off with an ultra, you know, not humping your leg here, but that's lofty right out the gate. Yeah, well, okay, so here's another learning experience for everybody out there that I had this week. I did have, I had shoulder surgery on November 4th, 2019. Went to rehab. I got. I was very serious about my rehab. I went uh, two days a week, tapered that back as the doctor said I could taper it back, and did all the exercises. Stayed disciplined. Didn't overdo it. As as I followed him to the T, and I went in uh, Monday yesterday. Right. Six months later, and uh, I got my checkup. Doctor says you're 100 percent. He goes, you are in better shape than most people could ever dream to be after shoulder surgery. And Perfect. I was telling him, uh, of course, you and our other neighbor, neighbor Kyle, talked me into buying that, that brand new bow. For well, some... you went big boy. <laughs> you went top of the line big boy. Well, uh, hey, shout out to Bowtech. I got the new, the new model out there, Bowtech bows. So thank you, Bowtech. Um, but no, I was telling him I, I was pulling that bow back at 55 pounds. He's like, I can't believe it. That's unbelievable. So, yeah. anyways, I, I'm excited about that. So, the learning is if, you, if you've had shoulder surgery, and it's amazing how many people have had shoulder surgery, they're still suffering years later. Oh, but, yeah. I had shoulder surgery in 2014, December 23rd, 2014. and um, You didn't do the rehab. I didn't do the rehab. I, I, I've been rehabbing my shoulder. I rehabbed it all through the 75 hard program, and uh, now it finally feels great. It feels really good, a lot better than it's ever felt, but you know, I'm, I'm six years late. Yeah. Well, rehab is there for a reason. And what my doctor told me said, if you don't rehab it correctly and stay after it, 
you will be back to me in three years and you'll be trying to complain about how terrible your surgeon was. It has nothing to do with your surgeon. It has to do with the rehab. So, I, was, I was that guy. Yeah, well, now you know. Yeah. Well, look, uh, I think we covered our topics. Reconnecting with people. It's important. Using this time to reconnect or reaching out to people that you haven't talked to in a while. I think that there's probably tremendous value in doing that. There's probably people out there that need to hear from you, could use a positive voice in their heads, and uh, I would really encourage you to do that. Shop small businesses if you can. Um, you know, gosh, so many businesses come to mind. I, I've got a, a good friend that I work with. His name is John. He works for Terrible Herps Gas Stations. You know, there is a lot of gas stations that they own, but they're still a small business. They're yeah. owned by a family. They work their butts off. They put out a great product. They have some of the ga- best gas stations I've ever been to from a service perspective. So, um, you know, this this is worldwide, but, you know, in your own areas, shop small business when you can, make a difference. And um, I just think as we get back to normalcy, um, look for ways that you can self-improve and do things differently and be a better person Add value to people's lives. Don't forget that if you take the time to be grateful in the morning, you're going to st- start your day off right. Think- there we go. Yeah. There's the timer. <laughs> hey, right on, Jim. Froggy, thanks for having me, buddy. Do it again next week. That's right. All right. Live life driven. Hey, you could be like.